because that is effing weird is here to bring you all that juicy material on today's episode which is on today's episode we will be discussing urban legends welcome to the show my name is alex i got two other fine people with me go ahead and introduce yourself hi i'm ro and i'm cody and we got ro and we got cody and like i said we're gonna go over urban legends we all took a different aspect, like usual, to this. Um, I said this on a previous episode, I think, or when I was discussing it with everyone. We have a lot of listeners in the UK. So I focused on the UK for this portion. So if I, if you're listening to this and I fuck any of these up, please let us know. I apologize. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to get the, I'm trying to be accurate with this and all that and then ro has some great ones too from india i'm sure right yep i don't have and to then, look beyond india <laughs> <laughs> and then cody has some has some from the united states so we got some we got some urban legends all over the board oh great did i just okay now that we got everything situated we're gonna start <laughs> We're going to start right into it. Uh, the first urban legend that I have, and I'm sure both of you know this one fairly well, and uh, this is a pretty big British urban legend, is Nessie. So the Loch Ness Monster takes place in the UK. Uh, the first sighting was actually back in 565 AD. So the existence of Nessie has been long uh, debated, whether alleged evidence being found ever so often from swelling farmer from swallowing farmers hole to the mysterious hump uh humpback shaped surfaces from the water the difference reported encounters certainly suggest something uh is in the depths so the loch ness monster what have you guys heard as far as the loch ness monster i've heard some things recently which are pretty intriguing and i'll, I'll mention them but i want to hear from you guys first like what do you know about the loch ness monster Pretty much what you narrated right now, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's about it. Yeah. And um, if you guys have watched Twilight, then I remember that one very famous and very funny dialogue. With, uh, have you guys watched Twilight? First of all. Uh-uh, the movie, I have not, Twilight. <laughs> not, <laughs> yes, I, I, have. I have not personally. So, so, Cody, you remember when um, uh, she turns into a vampire and then they go for a run in the jungle and she they come back and then she realizes the daughter's named S, no, Renesmi, but they call her Nessie. And then she screams <laughs> at them, you name my daughter after the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you guys are talking about right now. <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's supposed to be uh, the one of the worst uh, dialogues ever narrated by an actor. <laughs> I don't know. There's some. There's some. She bad was a pretty. She was a pretty horrible actress in the first place in those movies. So I don't know that that yeah. um, that, that was pretty on par for her performance. Anyways, um, yeah. So. <laughs> 
I think I think the story of Twilight is fantastic. I think there's good things that come from the movies, but I think she is not one of them. Um, <laughs> 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 but uh, to also to answer your question, um, uh, I went through a phase like all um, people who like to go down rabbit holes on the internet of like you know weird occurrences through around the world, and I definitely have come across Loch Ness monster many times. Um, a lot of my family uh comes from that part of the world um uh like from great grandfather over came uh to the country from that area so there's definitely a lot of interest um i will say sadly off the top of my head i can't remember all of it it's been some years since i really like dove into the loch ness monster um i believe that there was theories that um there was some venture to the lake or some stream or some underground passage or something to where um, a, a, a creature of that size could get in and out, which is why it's constantly not seen, then sometimes seen, and so on and so forth. I believe there was a lot of... There's a lot of um, ability for it to be a true thing. Um, obviously, we know very little about our oceans and the things that are in it. So I think that it is probably one of the most plausible urban legends out there, in my opinion. <laughs> so it's funny that you say that because I want to say it was on, it might be on the hollow earth episode that we had done where we actually go over Loch Ness monster. I think in that episode, I can't remember. I might be, it might be the wrong episode, but it was myself Tristan and Leo were talking about uh, the Loch Ness monster. Am I? I don't think it was giant. I don't think it was giant animals. Again, I can't remember because I was no, yeah, I, I was part of giant animals and we didn't discuss Loch Ness. Yeah, I can't. I'll have to take a look back at it. But we like what you were saying, Cody. Uh, I believe it was Tristan brought up the the fact that there is either like an underground. Um, like river or like water thing where it can like get in and out from uh lake lake loch ness isn't that what it's actually called like loch ness monster hence the name of it i'm an idiot um not doing this justice right now but yes where it, it could follow i forgot which river it is but it there is a river i think close by where it like it goes into the ocean where it can come in and out um so i have heard that too I recently have seen photos of a what is it the uh, the killer whale fin, and it looks like the head of the Loch Ness monster. Like when you when you put the black and white photo next to this one, it looks exactly the same. It's really it's really cool to look at. But I want to say that the the person that actually took the first photo of the Loch Ness monster came out and said that it was it was fake that he it was it was a board that he had put in the water and everything like that so it turned out that it was not true and it just it's weird to think that was i mean i i even said it there's stories dating back to 500 AD so i'm sure he heard of the story it's been passed on from generation to generation and he you know just had the bright idea like hey i'm going to put a fake piece of wood in there and everything like that and just to get a picture of it. So that's recently kind of what some things about the Loch Ness monster that I've, that I've heard. 
My um, counter argument to that, and um, everybody who watches and listens to this, that is a conspiracy theory. You're welcome for this. But um, <laughs> my counter argument to that is even longer than that, um, governments have been covering things up. And mm-hmm. um, the worst thing a leadership of any source, whether it be king, queen, or president, or however the government's set up, the worst thing for them is um, fear, dissension, and worry. So if it was a true picture of the Loch Ness Monster, it is very plausible that said leader of said country very voluntold them to come out and say that they did it fake so that way there was no mass panic. Almost reminds me of the uh, Area 50, or not Area 51, uh, the Roswell. How mm-hmm. it was a it was a weather balloon and everything. So that that is what I like. I'm kind of putting two to two together. It's kind of like what you're Correct. Mean. Yeah, it's, that's been happening since like the whole concept. And I, I don't want to go down this rabbit hole, but the whole concept of false <laughs> false flags and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. False flag was a Roman tactic um, that was used thousands of years ago. The Romans would dress up their soldiers as um, their enemy. They would attack one of their villages, kill a lot of people, and Blame it on the enemy, so that way now all of Rome wants to go to war. Um, this is this this has been going on for gener like thousands of years. Um, governments will manipulate to do what they want to do and to keep everything in order. So I I think that that is a very plausible thing. I'm not saying that that's what's happening in this situation, but <laughs> but if there's proof, if there was proof of a monster out there, you have to believe that people of the time with the networking and the ability to communicate being very minimal, we're absolutely losing their shit. Oh, so yeah. I would assume that there would be a very quick and swift decision to shut that up very quickly. <laughs> but it, it like, it makes you wonder though, like why? And I, I, I always feel like this, like why, why does the government care? So, and I think maybe you had explained this to me before. Like when I've like, I've asked like, why does the government care so much? Why doesn't they just come out and say, like, I think we were talking about maybe UFOs or aliens or something like that. I can't remember. I I know you said something very like I was like, okay, that makes sense. Do you remember what you said? Yeah, it's um, the population is easier to control when they're docile. Mm. Um, It's uh, so you can get a lot more done. Um, Think about it for I mean, you can think about it for anything. So if you were painting a wall, if you were painting a board. And, or you're painting a section of the wall. You didn't want to get on the windowsill. You didn't want to get on the ceiling, this, that, and the other. You create things, tape or whatever, to prevent that from happening. So you're narrowing the path of resistance to accomplish your goal. The government does the same thing with their population. They narrow the path of resistance from their goal, which means they corrupt in a way, not always in a bad way, but they disinform to the point to where everybody is docile, because if you're no longer docile, if you're freaking out, if you're fight or flight, if you're worrying about yourself, that's when you have rioting, you have dissension, you're killing each other because you're worried about food and you're worried about toilet paper, i.e. COVID. Um, <laughs> so like there's, there- <laughs> I remember that when it first came out, it was like hand sanitizer and toilet paper. Like those were the hot commodities. <laughs> Like diarrhea wasn't even a side effect. People, come the fuck on. Um, <laughs> so, and in that case, you should have went with wipes. Um, but, anyways, so it's it's just realistically, it's it's 
the ability to <laughs> control something to where the outcome that you're attempting to go as a big picture is able to be continued. And it, it does make sense. We all do it on a day-to-day basis. And what I just don't understand is that we're not allowed to, we're not able to think about it at a macro level that that's what they do to us too. I just like, I, what I don't understand is like, why hide Nessie though? Like why, what would be the purpose behind that? You know because what I mean? If you think that that's real and that's, that's where it, it spun off to the other one, the religious thing. So if oh, monsters, no. if monsters are real, then what certain things are preached in the Catholic and Christian churches can't be real because they speak against those things. So if they are real, then the Bible's not completely true. And if the Bible's not completely true, then the whole oh. religion's thrown out the window. So now you have almost all I, Abrahamic religions fighting upon what is and what isn't, and then you just destroy it at the source. I think that's what it was. I think you had brought up the religion thing, and I think it was aliens, where I was like, why don't why don't they just bring up aliens and say that they they exist? And it's almost because of that, because then it negates religious texts and everything yeah. like that. Okay, so that, okay. That makes sense. Um, okay. All right. I'm sorry. We don't, we like, we can't spend too much time on like any one subject, but <laughs> that's a little bit about Nessie and everything like that. Uh, we're going to keep going down the list. Um, another urban legend that goes around a lot, or that is probably what is it's the, uh, the most searched in UK legend worldwide is Robin Hood. Uh, which I found was pretty, yeah, like I was like, really, Robin Hood out of out of everything. Um, the reason why it's a folklore, right, is because uh, there's numerous scholars uh, that have, you know, there's numerous texts and everything like that talking about Robin Hood, but in different times, in, a diff- in different periods. So what I've gathered is that there have been almost like if you guys have seen the movie Princess Bride, where it's there's oh, what's his um the dread prince oh what is it prince williams i think it is or the dread what is it uh whatever whatever the uh the like the the main the guy with the 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 you, you, you guys know what i'm talking about the sword yes and ding, ding, yes. Ding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes so it's just like it's him passing down the the robin the robin hood um figure it's like mantle. it's um, yes yes the mantle if you yes um so here's just a couple that are talked about so um what is it sir walter scott's uh said in 1920 where it was uh his novel was set in 11 94 talks about uh robin hood uh, during the Crusades, uh, let's see here. Another one is, um, let's see here. Joseph Hunter discovered that many different Robin Hoods uh, dotted the dotted the history of medieval in medieval England. One of the oldest uh, references is found in 1226 court register from Yorkshire, England. It cites the exploration. Exp- yeah, I think that's what it is of the property x no the export i can't fucking read it's <laughs> all right you guys tell me what this word is okay x e x p r o p r i a t i o n expropriation thank you How, why was that such a hard word expropriation <laughs> that's this word of the property of one robin hood uh described as a fugitive 
Um, in uh, let's see here, in 1262 in southern England, there's a similar mention of a man called William Robe Hood in Berkshire. Uh, the previous year, there had been a reference to a William, son of Robert Lee Fever, member of a band of outlaws believed to be the same person. Let's see here. This is what I think one of the last ones is in 19 or correction in 1354. Uh, there's a record of an imprisonment of a man called Robin Hood who was awaiting trial because hunters and other 19th century historians discovered many different records attached to the name Robin Hood. Most scholars have come to agree that there was probably no singular person in the historical record, but. Um, almost like what I was saying, but it inspired popular stories of this. So Robin Hood, although if quote unquote folklore, it may be something that is true. Steals from the rich, gives to the poor. Now I feel like that part of it was maybe not fabricated, but almost put like a spin on it where he was, you know, the good guy, but it seems like he was throughout time, maybe not a good guy. He was just an outlaw, but I feel like it's almost like in, uh, what is it in American culture? What's his name? Um, like Billy, the kid in Western, like in, like technically he was an outlaw, not a good person shooting him up, shoot the towns, bang, 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 bang. Uh, but he was, he was a bad guy, but in some stories he's, Kind of, kind of a good guy in a it's way. It also depends on which narrative you're speaking from. So if you're speaking exactly. from the government narrative, which generally history is based off of, again, who won. So it's generally told from the governments. So therefore, he is going to be an outlaw. But I'm sure to the people who he was helping from the overtaxation, and we all know that British likes to overtax everything. Mm -hmm. um, so those people, the story would have been told as him being a hero. So I think that there's always... There's always two sides to the story. People, I mean, I, I don't want to say people aren't, but because people are, but generally people aren't just bad. Generally, there's reasons for the action. And then there is always a, not always, there are just some shit people. But nope. there's generally a, a good reason as to why they're resorting to what they're resorting to. And it's just, if you if you look at it just from an authoritative perspective, everybody's bad. But if you look at it as realism, generally, you know, they're doing what they can to survive. This kind of reminds me of Disney stories. Well, there uh, was a Disney Robin Hood. Well, he, yeah, he was a, or he was a fox. Yeah, yes, yes, yeah, 100%. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, I'm coming full circle right now. Yeah, he, it was a fucking Disney story. But, like, <laughs> Disney will do that with, like, a lot of stories. Mm -hmm. um, I think, what is it? Uh, um, Little Mermaid. Yep. Little Mermaid is a is a much more kind of I'm not gonna say gruesome, but it is nothing like it's the dark. What, it's very yeah, dark. Yeah. It's, so if you're bored and you really want to know some of the like the true stories of like Disney <laughs> and like all these like happy things, uh take a look into some of the real ones though. That could be a um, fun podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The darkness behind Disney stories. Disney stories. Yeah. yeah, if you if you're a listener and you'd like to uh, for us to cover that the dark uh, stories of <laughs> Disney, <laughs> we could definitely do that. I would love that. That would be a great episode. Um, but yeah, 
it's just like kind of in short, it, it's, I think what you were saying, Cody, it's a perspective thing. Um, it's okay. You know what this almost kind of reminds me of too. And this is funny. Like we were talking about lockdowns, Cody, prior to the show and everything like that. But is, uh, it's, a uh, the tiger King, the tiger King, <laughs> I the the guy was doing so many illegal things, treating like big wild cats terrible. But look at the amount of support and like like the what he got from that. And I I almost feel like it's like the serial killer thing that like Netflix is doing, like with the Ted Bundy, the Jeffrey Dahmer, the Night Stalker. Like everyone is just like it's just blowing up right now where like everyone's like, yeah, I like that. And where it's just, it's weird how we're like almost making criminals famous and everything. It's, it's weird. Oh, we've always made criminals famous. Look at the government. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 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 But like, you know what I mean? Where it's just like, why I almost feel like it's like back in like the Roman time where like the gladiators where it's just like, us as humans we just like that like that fighting and there's like a weird thing in our brains where it's just like it's we know it's not good to like like this stuff but we do and it's weird it's effing weird animal it's animal instinct too i mean you think that we're we're initially we were hunters like we we Mm -hmm. stalked we attacked we killed our prey and we ate it i mean that's just life that's you know the ecosystem outside of humans is still goes on heavily but we don't we don't coax that anymore. That part of our animal brain doesn't get coaxed. Um, I mean, you have hunters and stuff like that, and, and in a way, it still does. But think about the general population. Like hunters probably make up what fifteen percent. So fifteen percent of people kind of get that animalistic instinct scratched, and it goes it lays dormant in everybody else. And I think that that's a way to as as bad as this sounds safely release that is by watching shows and and kind of living it through the eyes of people who did really fucked up shit mm-hmm. and it yeah. in in ways it gives normal people that outlet um in ways it creates new people like that which that's another story um yeah. <laughs> but uh also so i don't pull us off of another topic too much um 2018 uh robin hood the movie it has um uh, Taron Egerton, who I don't know if you've ever seen um, the Kingsman movies. Yes. Yeah. The main character in the Kingsman is a kid. Uh, he plays yeah. Robin Hood and he does a fantastic job. That movie got bad ratings, but I thought the movie was amazing. But it, it, it brings upon the Robin of Loxley like through the Crusades. So like it shows him going and fighting in the Crusades and coming back and dealing with the process. But uh, I would definitely okay. suggest if you want to watch a, a good Robin Hood movie. Obviously, the Kevin Costner Robin Hood movie is very good as well. That's got a lot of comedic relief. But as far as like an <laughs> action-driven, realistic aspect of Robin Hood, the 2018 movie is fantastic. I don't know. I like Robin Hood Man in Tights yes. um, <laughs> by Mel Brooks. That's personally my favorite. <laughs> but teach I've watched, their own. I've watched that movie plenty of times oh, as well. I want to know. Go ahead. Also, just <laughs> rewinding it a bit. I felt judged there for a second. Because I love watching crime documentaries. I was like, um, it's, it's okay, bro. It's okay. Because I think we all do. It's like, it's so weird <laughs> because like I, I do too. Like I love watching like unsolved mysteries. Like I like just crime drama. Uh, what is it? Uh, on the, it's a, I think it's like investigates 
like ID or whatever. It's Joe Kenda. Like he's, he's a prior cop, been cop for like 50 some years. And they like make little <laughs> clips of his investigations. Pretty gruesome stuff that he's run into. But yeah, I bro, it's okay. We all do it. We're all guilty yeah. of it. <laughs> You're not the only one. I'm finishing the last season of Blacklist now, and then I'm going to the Jeffrey Dahmer documentary. So it's not like right. it's a it's a shot. <laughs> I just the way I describe it as a people as a whole, not necessarily like a like a target. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, but we're we'll we'll get back on track with some of these urban legends. I have one last one, and then Ro, you can start with yours. Um, but before that, uh, this was a very uh, in-depth conversation of all your urban legends, like, you know, very philosophical and all that came out of it. Mm-hmm. Mine is some scary, weird shit, man. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we was, wouldn't expect anything less. A transition. <laughs> <laughs> mine, mine are similar to yours. That's okay. Mine are some absolute <laughs> fucked up things yeah maybe maybe it's good that we started light and then we went into the hardcore stuff you know i don't that know that was not light whatever you discussed <laughs> was not light like we're talking about people's nature how they find their outlet <laughs> watching documentaries <laughs> hey it, it is what it is we but but um uh, okay so the last one i have is i've never heard of this and let me know if either one of you have two. Uh, they're called red caps. Have you heard of this? I, I have, but I can't think it off the top of my head. Okay. So a red cap is a malicious and malevolent goblin type creature uh, that is said to live in the ruins of the castles alongside the Scottish borders, uh, murdering those who stray into their homes. So, i.e., these ruined castles. Uh, they wear red hats that were dyed from the victim's uh, blood and to keep their hats red, they must kill regularly because if they dry, they will die. Um, you can't outrun a red cap. Um, they will always catch you. Garden gnomes. That's where they come that? from. Garden gnomes. That's where they come from. Like the, the little things, garden gnomes. It's a representation of red caps. Get the fuck out of here. No way. <laughs> Think about it. Listen, that is any day better than what I thought. When you said red caps, my mind immediately went to red coats. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> that my brain's not working. So 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 a garden gnome is meant is meant to protect the garden. Con- yeah. Same concept. What what red caps protect the property. They kill anything that comes. That is that is weird. Okay, so I'm going to read the description of what they what they look like and I think you I think you're right, Cody. I think like what America does, they take something and then they just completely twist it and then we're like, "Wait, I didn't know that." Uh, okay, so <laughs> a red cap, a red cap is usually depicted as a short, stocky old man with <laughs> with long-shaped teeth, wiry fingers and a razor-shaped razor-sharp nails, uh great red eyes and long straggly hair. Uh, they wear boots made of iron and carry a pike in their left hand. Uh, his red cap is stained with the blood, like blah, blah, blah. I had already mentioned that. So, yeah, I think you're right, Cody. I think these might be what in America are gnomes. Um, how, I, how is anyone not outrunning a goblin in iron boots? How are they running in iron boots? <laughs> 
they got they just got mean quads. <laughs> they like they do leg day every single day. Apparently, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's that's yeah, iron iron boots. That's that's interesting. Uh, yeah. So that's that's red caps. I'd never heard of them, but that I really like that that reference to gnomes though, and that to me, I think that because gnomes garden gnomes are just kind of creepy by themselves. I've never felt like they were like. Well, that's yeah. what they're meant to do. They're meant to scare animals from your garden. But like, I mean, there's no stories of like they're supposed to eat the animals or anything well, that's, like that. That's because we're so unoriginal in the States. Like we're not <laughs> like we steal stuff that is traditions in other countries, but we're also so self-involved that we don't ask what the tradition is. We're just like, yeah, they're doing it. So let's do it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> it's got to work. <laughs> There, there is a, there is a story that, um, that is told about red caps. I'd like to kind of semi read it and then kind of describe what's going on too. So, um, the story goes in 19 or correct. I don't know why I say 19 in 1320 Lord, uh, souls attempted to kidnap a young woman from her home. Uh, when her father tried to stop him, souls, uh, killed him on the spot. Local people witnessed the incident and were on the verge of lynching souls when um, I should back up a little bit. Okay, so Lord Souls was a nobleman, right? Um, he well, what does it say? It says that he he got protection from a red cap. Um, and it doesn't say souls made a deal with the devil who appeared to him as a red cap and promised him protection from his enemies. Um, there's a poem that goes with it. I'm not going to attempt the poem. If you want to read it, uh, just type in that, you know, red cap poem souls and you'll see it. Uh, but regardless, kind of going fast forward again, Lord souls attempted to kidnap a woman. Yada yada yada. Father tried to stop him. Souls killed the uh, the father on the spot. The people got angry and were going to lynch Soul, but they couldn't because the red cap was protecting um, Lord Souls. Right. So um, let's see here. Going more into it, uh, when Souls' latest atrocity reached Bruce, uh, which was a king. He called for him to be put to death. Unfortunately, Saul's was protected again by this red cap and could not be bound by rope or injured by steel. So his ingenious executioner rolled him up in a sheet of lead and boiled him to death in a cauldron on Ninesten uh, uh, something. Um, a ring of standing stones near some something castle so the, I, I guess he made a deal with a red cap didn't work out because this actually executioner rolled him up in a sheet of uh lead and boiled him alive in a cauldron which i think is pretty cool or whatever i mean it's a it's a story that apparently um is well known by red caps i'd never heard of it um have either one of you heard of this it's a poem but I, I I don't think I did it justice in any sort of way. 
I mean, I definitely have heard it. I, I didn't remember it very, you know, graphically. Um, I've heard <laughs> briefly the story in passing. I never mm-hmm. really dove deep into it. Um, the Garden Gnome was literally just off of the way you were explaining it. Just instantly popped in my head. So it, this the story kind of reminds me of Rumpelstiltskin. Okay, I mean, kind of see that, like in a way where it's like there's this. I don't know. It, it just kind of reminded me. I don't think it's. I don't think it's. It is has anything to do with it. But did well, like, the description uh, remind you of Rumpelstiltskin? I think. It, I think that might be it. Rumpelstiltskin was a grouchy old man. These red caps yeah. are. Yeah. My my so. my mind went there too. So yeah, I agree, Alex. So yeah, those are so those are just some three uh, urban legends within the UK. Again, if you're one of the listeners, and I I butchered this. Please let us know so on the next episode I can uh, add some like little like hey we got this information wrong, but for the most part yeah that's uh, some three urban legends from the UK. Hope you hope you guys like that. Uh, but I know Roe, as she said earlier, hers are way more uh, <laughs> extreme. So uh, yeah, Roe, let's uh, let's hear them. But first, thank you, Alex, for ending your urban legends on the red gap, so that we could transition smoothly because <laughs> i if if i had more dialogues about how people behave and what are people's personalities like i couldn't do this <laughs> like i i couldn't talk about urban legends in india all right so the first one is in a place called uh, Kuldhara, in a state called Rajasthan. Um, now, this uh, Kuldhara has a total of 84 villages within it. But within a night, it is said that it ceased to exist. Um, people say that the villagers left their homes and nobody saw. Nobody saw them abandoning their homes overnight. So the when, what, why, where still remains unanswered. But according to a legend that goes around, um, long, long time ago, there was a minister who wanted to, uh, like a minister of the court, not not the country. So (laughs) a very long time ago, a minister wanted to marry... um, the daughter of the village chief. And the minister was not, like he he was not a good man and father of the girl refused. And it is said that when he was rejected, um, the minister warned the village chief and the villagers um, to hand over the girl in 24 hours or else there will be consequences. So the entire village apparently had a soft spot for the girl and the village chief was also very nice towards them and, you know, um, they never had problems with him. So the thought of uh, giving their girl to the minister um, was not settling well with them. So they thought they'd rather leave than give in to his demands. And it is also said that before they left, 
they put a curse on the village that whoever tries to you know, um live over there or you know tries to build a house over there they'll face certain death so it is said that it is that village is still abandoned and nobody lives there so how many people were in this village idea i did not count <laughs> i mean <laughs> i didn't if you had to take a guess like how many <laughs> like how many would you say thousands and they just like they left within with like that same night like they just it's vanished i see to me that's that's so weird because it's like why why would they i mean okay it makes sense why they would they would maybe vanish they would go someplace else but you think thousands of people they would like in you know other villages like would notice like a, a great amount of people coming into them like you know coming into their villages and like you know wh- how, when is this supposed to be taking place <laughs> not in the modern times definitely because when they're talking of minister of the court yeah means when kings and queens were there so definitely not the 1900s for sure uh What was the village called again? It's called Yeah, of course. It's called Kuldhara, K U L D H A R A. That's to me this is like it reminds me of uh, I I might be off on this but like the whole Jonestown thing where it's like moving a large amount of people It's just like in any time frame, it doesn't matter. It's just like you you think there would be like writing or like people would notice it and everything. I don't know. It's just ah, it doesn't say where they went. That's it bugs me. That like that sort of shit bugs me. It's like I obviously they went somewhere, but like where? Welcome to another episode of Unsolved Mysteries. Right? <laughs> 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 do you have any theories, Ro? Like, do you do you like? What do you think? Because obviously, like, they were trying to protect the girl. So, I also think that it's an exaggeration that no one saw them leaving. I'm pretty sure someone must have seen. Yeah. Um, but maybe they didn't want to tell. We have a similar story in the states. What is it? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the colony of Roanoke. Um, yes. Yes. Uh, the entire colony just disappeared. I'm not familiar with this. I think okay, I should. I think yeah, I should so, be. I, th- I think I feel like it's something that like I should know, but like again, like um, the what I. I don't think my school taught me well or I just wasn't paying attention. So please and this I don't believe this one's in like the the school history text to be honest. Um, yeah, yeah. It's definitely it definitely aligns with the urban legends. I wasn't going to bring this up cuz I thought it was more well known, but I'm actually kind of glad cuz it falls in suit. But um <laughs> one of the first English colonies was called Roanoke. Um it was um on an island just outside of North Carolina. Um and what happened is, uh, so they created the colony, they created the oligarchy, they created, you know, like the the leader of the colony, and then they went back to England because obviously they need more supplies and 
so on and so forth, bring more people. When they came back, nothing. Nobody was there. The cult, the, everything, the buildings, everything else were still intact. It was just like they just left. There was no, nobody's known where they went. They contacted, um, obviously, the tribes in the area. Nobody had a clue um, as to where or how they just disappeared. They just all disappeared. They're all gone. Okay, to me, that seems like they got murdered. Like correct, but they didn't. They didn't see signs of struggle. Um, there was mm-hmm. like it was literally like they were there and they were gone. Like everything was still in place as if like daily life was going on, and then just everybody's gone. <sighs> Which I agree with you. In our mindset, you know, we're we're pretty devious because of all the stuff that we do and and see and all the stuff like that. So our <laughs> mindset automatically goes to, oh, they're probably slaughtered. Um, yeah, <laughs> which, which is probably the occurrence, but it's still just one of those things that, um, it's generally in like something like that, a slaughter or something like that, you would see the effects of battle and stuff in the area. It's odd that all, you know, people, women, men, women, children, elderly, that all of them willingly left. Left, Yeah. And then everything was fine because the only thing that would make sense is that area of the country, maybe a hurricane came, but if that was the case, then again, you would still see the disturbances in the colony and there wasn't. So this is why similar. This is why I believe in UFOs. They mean, they might, they must've just gotten all sucked up. Just (laughs) (laughs) deatomized through the the ceilings and everything. (laughs) (laughs) That's you know. yeah, that's like a pretty neat explanation that just covers everything. <laughs> it was a UFO. Aliens <laughs> that's it. <laughs> uh, also, so yours happened in the 13th century. <clears throat> I was just looking it up. Um, so that was in the 13th century that uh, that village disappeared, and then um, Roanoke was 1585. Not too far. So that was apart. later. It was later, about uh, 300 wow. years later. 300 years later. That's not too far apart, though. Like that, that's just mere peanuts. The only thing that survives 300 years is aliens. So you must be right. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Alex's theory about aliens getting the green light signal. (laughs) All right. So the second one that I have is, uh, is one of the recent ones in India in a place called Jodhpur. Um, now, this features a 350cc uh, Royal Enfield bullet. It's a bike. Um, and now, according to the legend, the rider of this bike was uh, called Om Banna, and he died some like 20, 30 years ago um, while he was passing through this place, Jodhpur. Um and it was an accident, not like someone came and killed him. It was an accident. And uh, the police came and took his bullet back to the police station. Now, what happened is, um, somehow, um, the bike disappeared every night from the police station. And it kept appearing at new places. So, now, obviously, this new spread um and now the bullet is placed i think near this person's accident spot and people just pay respect 
and move on from that place. Like, it's it's there. It's called Bullet Baba. Now, that person is known as Bullet Baba. <laughs> that, so, this you said this one took place recently. Yes, it's like 20, 30 years back. Now, could it have just been that one of the policemen were just picking it up and putting it different places? I don't know. Maybe they like the bike and we're going out for a night ride or something like that. Maybe. I mean, that's like, logically, I think that's like the only explanation. Like, you know, like, drop. Is, do you think you have a different theory? Well, no, same theory, but different reasoning behind it. Um, people in semi-power, whether it be military, police, um, one of their favorite pastimes is to fuck with people. And <laughs> I can absolutely see, yo, wouldn't it be funny if we just move this, you know, like every couple of days and just put it somewhere else. And, you know, I, I feel like I have happened? a neighbor that does that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It, it is very human nature to want to fuck with people for our amusement. And realistically, <laughs> it's and it's not it's not a bike. It's it's a folding chair. And I swear, like. It's his, <laughs> their parking spot is like, we have like, I think like five feet of grass in between mine and his parking spot. And like every day, it's just like the folding chair is like an inch closer to my car. I swear. And it's just like, uh-uh, no, like you're, you're, I know you're moving it closer. And like, I will take it and I will yeet it back into his yard. <laughs> I know it's not the same, but like, I, I feel like it's kind of. I think he's fucking with me. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> You've got the chair, Baba. <laughs> yeah, the chair, Baba. <laughs> Bro, what do you think? Like, what do you think as far as, like, an explanation? Uh, well, I think um, it is quite possible that someone uh, was moving this, uh, was mo moving the bullet. I mean, even if it was... The ghost, that's okay. I mean, it's his bike. He can do what he can, what he wants to. <laughs> but <laughs> if it's a human, I'd like to think it was not for uh, for nefarious activities. It can be maybe to um, kind of educate or stop people from riding rashly. You know, out of at that's least true. maybe that's an accident prone area where this person die and if they place the bullet bike over there people may at least slow down to pay respects to this person i like that which That's, will yeah. which in turn may decrease the number of accidents happening that's what my thinking leads to but thing it can be a ghost maybe he loved his bike and i know men I know a few men who like really love their bike. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did when I had mine. Um, so uh, we also have a story similar to that in a way of uh, an object I being that similar. <laughs> well, I guarantee you both of you know this story, just not realizing it. So have you guys seen the movie Annabelle? Yes. I so have. Annabelle is based off of a Raggedy Ann doll yep. that is mm -hmm. possessed. And you can find that doll still to this day yeah. in, in Key West, Florida, in the shop. Mm -hmm. it, it's yeah. encased in glass. And anybody who, I, I'm not uh, wanting to assume with either of you, but anybody who is um, familiar with energy work or understands and can sense energies, 
Um, mm-hmm. just just walk in that store. You'll you'll know. <laughs> really, you can, um, you can feel it the no. moment you get in that store. Um, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Energy uh, or no energy, I am not stepping inside that store. <laughs> it is. It is a very heavy. It is a very heavy place. <laughs> um, That's. Have Have you been there, Cody? Uh, so I have not. I've wanted to go. I've not gone to the Keys. Um, uh, I when I lived in Florida, I did my best to stay away from the touristy spots of Florida, uh, just for <laughs> obvious reasons. Um, and that's a very touristy spot. And, uh, I, I don't drink and it's a, it's a prominent party spot right now. It's, mm. it's like, uh, constant day and night drinking It's one of the few places in the state that you're allowed to like be out with an open container. So oh, it's, a okay. uh, so it's like, uh, it's just not, it's not a place that interested me for a period of time. Now I, I kind of, I, I want to go to that store. Um, <laughs> and, uh, do, do, do you know anyone who's been there? Yes. I know a lot of people have been there. I've, uh, I've been, I've been involved in this type of community for a very long time. And, uh, I've, uh, I've dealt with some energy workers who have gone there and, uh, they, uh, they, they, described their experience and i've i've experienced similar things in other places so uh yeah i can i can definitely relate it's like okay so who was the they made a bunch of movies about them it's the is it the warrens yes yes like i i don't understand why you'd have just like an entire room in your house dedicated like with all these haunted items like i like i get it it's like it's rather be in like the possession of like someone who knows what they're dealing with than to have these random objects objects all over the place um Mm -hmm. but still like i don't think i could have a room with all with a bunch of stuff in it like i i don't think i could eat like whether i believe it or not i just like almost like what you're saying. I think it would just like there's a feeling and, and like it's almost like a Ouija board. Whether you believe it or not, I think when you mess around with stuff like that, you're just asking for trouble. These, you these are, I think I would be I would be shit scared to enter my own house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By the way, for anybody listening, leave Zozo alone. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the the entity that supposedly works through a Ouija board is is called Zozo. Zozo? And, yeah, leave him alone. Is it, is it like <laughs> like I maybe we need to do an episode on like like this like Ouija board. Like I don't know, like it's it's October. I'm like I'm not saying we should mess around with it. I, I don't want to play it. Hey, <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know that that's physically possible through like the internet. That's interesting. Well, we were kind of I don't want to try. <laughs> I I don't know. So like that's almost like the new version of Oh, we're getting way off topic, but like after this, we'll we'll get right back to it, Ro. But like, the, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, like you, you guys remember the movie The Ring? Yes. Yes. Where, love where, that movie. Like, yeah, I, it's great. I love it too. It, like it was a VHS at a, a VHS. <laughs> put that in, and then you had to like make a copy of a copy. Well, they read. They I think it was like in 2018. I believe they made a new. Uh, ring called, yeah called like the rings and like how it was like you had to make a copy on the internet like it was a file or whatever so like they updated it i wonder if like almost something like that where it's just like the board just has to be on the computer screen and then uh, like 
<clears throat> I'm not saying we should play it. That's not what I'm saying, Thanks. but I'm just I'm just throwing <laughs> ideas out there. Like, do you think you listen would- for someone who loves to talk about ghosts and ghost stories? <laughs> I am shit scared. Okay. I will sleep with my lights on if I ever watch ghost stories or ghost movies or horror movies. But yeah, no, no one's messing around with the Ouija board. Yeah, I, I'm not suggesting that we should. Again, like mm-hmm. that's it's one of those things where it's like I am like on the I'm on the fence. I don't know if it is or isn't, but I again I don't want to mess around with it because I don't wanna I don't wanna find Miss, out if I, I don't like how Cody is all excited right now. <laughs> no. <laughs> Cody, whatever's on your mind, no. <laughs> he just sat up straight right now throughout the entire episode. <laughs> I, I listen. I don't mind freaky shit. I have just no. <laughs> I am not. Uh, I mean, obviously, there's the normal fight or flight. Like you, you have everybody has fear, fear. Like you know, there's worry of danger. Um, but uh, I'm always, I'm always down for some fun. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll. We'll talk amongst us off offline, uh, off the record. We got to get back on subject with urban legends. The audience wants to hear more about that than Ouija boards, I'm sure. So, Ro, what else you got for us? All right. So, in the uh, in the 1990s, in a city called Bangalore, there there was there were rumors of a witch walking the streets at night, um, knocking on the doors and ca- uh, calling out to the victims in the voices of their mother. Right, and if the door was answered by that person, the person died. The solution was to write "Come tomorrow" uh, in in the local language. Now, this meant that uh, the the witch is all obviously educated, and this meant that the witch will return the next day, and. Or see the sign and like the same cycle continues. I mean, she's quite a polite one. But <laughs> <laughs> there's there's also a, a Hindi movie called Stri. Stri uh, literally translates into a woman. Uh, now, this plot is again based on this um, Indian folk legend. Uh, but this is kind of like with a twist. In this, the witch abducts men at night when they are alone and she only leaves their clothes behind that's the plot of the movies and um so what they what the villagers do is they write ostri kal ana which means a uh, woman come tomorrow in uh, and it's written with bats blood Ooh. on their doors and the men are advised not to roam alone at night post 10 p.m. and uh, move in groups for their safety. So it is kind of a parallel drawn from the instructions that are usually given to women. Mm-hmm. To oh, yeah, yeah, okay. which it's usually told to women to follow for their own safety. So this is so. There's this Hindi movie as well based off of this urban legend Cody I look to you 
It sounds like is the village. Something in the states. Yeah, it sounds like the the, 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 the it's a it's a movie called The Village. Um, and I believe it was um directed by M Night Shyamalan, who makes mm-hmm. very good um you know horror esque movies. And it was very similar. So I believe what they had to do to survive the nights is they had to paint a red X or cross on their door. Um, in order for the monster, it wasn't like a woman, it was like represented as like a monster, yeah. um, mm-hmm. to not pull them out of their house and kill them. Ooh. I've not seen The Village. It's been out forever. It has. I, it's an old yes. movie. It came, out, it came out when I was a kid. Yeah, I might have to watch that movie because I, I do <laughs> like his movies. So I might have to watch that. I know I say that about every movie we talk about. I probably yes. won't. But <laughs> Have you still I watched think the one? I should just episode? assign you homework before <laughs> the next right. podcast. Alex has to see this, 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 and this movie, <laughs> and we'll ask you questions. <laughs> you could even do a you could even do a movie night. Ooh, you share it on Discord. We all have to watch it together. Oh, that, that oh, actually yeah. got on. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. All right, Ro. What else you got? Um, then there's one in Mumbai. Uh, so there's this place called Are Colony. So Are is a brand which uh, makes milk products, including uh, flavored milkshakes. And they're quite famous for that. I mean, um, children in schools are usually taken over there for like a one day thing to show how, you know, it's made and all that. It's also um, serves as a picnic spot. But all this is during daytime. At nights, um, even company designated cab drivers, especially where people work in night shifts, and they are given company cars to you know travel during the night. Even they are strictly told not to go from that particular place. RA colony. And that's because uh, it's quite famous. At night, it becomes a hub for ghosts. Um, Yeah. So even those company designated cab drivers are not allowed to go from that route. They should take a longer route and not this one. Um, There have been instances and um, this I've known from a couple of colleagues of mine who have traveled by that road on bikes, especially. So uh, there are different variations to the story uh, based on the experience of that person. So one uh, one of them told me that when they were traveling on a bike, there was this old man that they saw who was asking for a lift. And my friend didn't stop because obviously they know what's the story behind it. And he was just going on uh, riding his bike. and. After a, after a, you know, after quite a good amount of distance between him and that old man, he sees that old man again, asking for a lift. And uh-uh. this happens. <laughs> <laughs> and this happens for like a couple of times. And he ignores and he he's just keeping on going. And suddenly he feels that, you know, this there's this weight behind him on his pillion. And he realizes there's something seriously wrong. And then he just rides out of that because he cannot stop. He cannot stop on that road. No. And eventually, yeah, it, that 
I don't know, the ghost stopped <laughs> sitting on his bike after a certain <laughs> distance. Um, there's, there's, there are even instances of, um, of people seeing a woman lurking at night. And even the guards at the RLA, RA colony have, have uh, claimed, you know, to, to have seen a lady ghost. Um, so in, if you are in a car, you'll see her again asking for a lift. You don't stop. You go ahead. And then at uh, the same time, she'll again ask you for a lift. The same lady after, after some distance. And then she starts running parallel to the car. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so what happens if you stop? <laughs> what do you think happens, Cody? <laughs> I mean, so so the the you the become the Ola or the Uber for them. <laughs> well, I mean, that might not be a bad thing if they don't kill you. Maybe if you're nice to them, they'll give you insight. Do you really want to take that chance? <laughs> do you? <laughs> do you want me to answer that truthfully? <laughs> <laughs> sure, you would. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have a conversation with them. All right, so what's it like? Uh, <laughs> gotta be, gotta be lonely out here, huh? Nobody wants to stop for you. <laughs> I suggest you should drop by someday. <laughs> I'll show you the route. I'll not come with you. Oh my gosh! Like I, wait, you just you always have to. I always have to wonder because, like, a lot of what we know is generally um, malicious entities or spirits are because something bad happened to them and what if by so what if they passed because somebody wouldn't give them a lift and the reason they're following you is because you're reenacting what happened to them so what if by stopping and giving them the lift you're quote unquote giving them peace and giving them the ability to pass and that this entire time you're you guys are preventing it because you guys created a legend you uh an excellent point, Cody. But, <laughs> but <laughs> uh, we need someone who would want to test this theory. Listen, send it, send it to America. <laughs> send, send it to America and you're going to have jets of people willing to try it. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, well, to send that person or not the person, the ghost to America, we need to have a conversation. And I don't, anyone's wanting to no no no, not the, not the ghost if you if you were to like put that that story on reddit right and you huh? say does anybody in america want to test this theory oh. i guarantee you oh. I, I guarantee you there will be jets full of people trying to test this theory yeah <laughs> that's you know mm. so would, would so you be who, one of them um uh, if if i had the time i would absolutely do it ghost adventures like what is his name back zaggins or zach zach baggins whatever whatever his name is back zaggins that's yeah <laughs> yeah he does a lot of stuff like like i feel like that would have been that would be perfect for him because i feel like i i don't know like i feel like his earlier stuff like earlier ghost adventure stuff i love it now it's just kind of like uh, I don't know if I, it's, I don't know, but like I feel like he would be totally down. Maybe we should contact him and just be like, "Hey, we got a great spot. Row knows of a place." I think he'd be down. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. But I would want Cody as well. Cody, I'll be happy yeah. to host you. 
<laughs> we so we are generally like overly curious here. Like we are to our detriment curious. Like we yes. are the we are the oh it says not to do that. Why? Let's find yeah. out. Well, let's yes. do it. Let's provoke it. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's as basic as wet paint. Let me touch it and see. Is it wet? Yeah. Or or the big button, the big red button that says do not press. I'm yes. gonna press it. Yeah. Why? Why not? <laughs> you shouldn't have put do not press the on The monkey it. brain. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So like, it's, it's really interesting too, like how, um, I, I've mentioned this YouTube channel before, um, nukes top five. He like just takes a bunch of random, like creepy ghostly stuff, spirit stuff that's gone on around the internet. But one of them that he kind of features multiple times is Japanese ghost hunters. And part of what they do to fend off like whatever is like going after them or like haunting them is like they'll they'll curse at it. <laughs> like they'll rather than like because like here, like if we say like, oh, you're not a very like you can't do anything, you won't throw this at me, like provoking it, then we'll get a response. But like in I, I guess like in Japan, if you provoke it or if you swear at it and you say all this stuff it'll make it go away. So it's just, it's yes. really. It, it's the same well, in India as well. Yeah, that's why is it's it? It's based. <laughs> so you're getting what you want. So it, so it, it goes in the line of a lot of religion and I won't dive too deeply into this because that's a very long conversation, but um, anything thought based, anything that you are able to communicate with on a different level, like through like your wants and needs and, and not needs, but wants and, thoughts and stuff like that they're they're going to so by cursing at them which one the definition of curse words is literally that you're putting a curse on them that's the whole point mm. of curse words mm. but um the thing is 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 they are intently their intent is to get rid of those ghosts here our intent is to get something out of them so mm. either way they're accomplishing their goal they're doing what they want through their intent through their thoughts and their feelings and that's what's happening is a direct correlation of what they are trying to accomplish. Okay. Awesome. You just explained it. Thank you. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've always wondered about that. Like, how is it that cursing at them, it, like here in America, like it, it'll provoke it and make it angry. But then in another spot, like another part of the world, you do the same thing and it does the completely opposite. But that, what you just said, explained it very well so cool see i'm neither i want sit right here let's have a conversation you tell me what's going on like, just sit right here just sit right here you tell me what's going on tell me what you want um all right, all right the last one in my yep. list is when um in the 1990s again when i was a kid there was a rumor floating around um the kids in mumbai um that there exists a lady with three heads. So my listeners in Mumbai who know Marathi, Teen Mundi Wadi Bai, they'll know this. So, <laughs> so this is a lady with three heads. She roams around the streets of Mumbai, rings the doorbells of the houses. And apparently she knew who lives alone at what time in the house. <laughs> and if you open the door, you'll become her victim. The second version of this story is that she used to carry off children walking alone on the streets. So what made the story scary was that was it was not really 
um specified whether this lady was a ghost or an actual lady and also the fact that this woman was not just operating at nights she was busy 24/7 man i mean <laughs> you would hear stories about that woman did you know that she carried off that that kid from that school and he was walking alone and it was just 3 o'clock in the afternoon and you're like what really and they have to we have to walk in groups i mean that lady was so busy man but yeah and again this was i think standard whenever it's a lady ghost i don't know what it is in our uh, legends that if she calls you by your name from behind you when you're walking alone do not turn back how did this how did this story even come to be like where did it originate from uh the one where she calls you from behind or the three headed one either one nonsense <laughs> yeah like where where did they where do you i like, i had no clue i mean uh I I was in school and I heard it from my friends they heard it from their friends from different schools and at that point of time all the schools were abuzz with this rumor of this three-headed woman and everybody was shit scared at that point of time <laughs> nobody wanted to <laughs> nobody wanted to walk alone and honestly I'll tell you this quite frankly this there's never an empty street where i used to live mm-hmm. you know even now as an indian watching um a movie which is based out of america the first thing that captures our eye is how empty your streets are even when you know the people living how is no one outside how how does no one know what's happening to your neighbor how do you not know that that is like the one thing huh? <laughs> We don't like each other. <laughs> I mean, no, no, I mean, it's not like we are hugging each other every day here as well. But, you know, if something happens right next door to you, how are you not aware of what happened? Because that's the first thing that whenever we watch any Hollywood movies, that's the first thing that comes to us. How, how is there no one? That, that lady screaming her guts out. she's getting murdered in her own house and so, this no no one coming to her rescue this no one calling 911 from their own home okay don't barge into the house and be a hero let's call 911 i i i think it i think there's two two things first it's um Oh, I, I lost the i lost the second one the, oh, i think i think oh, oh, <laughs> The the big one here I think is is that um privacy where it's just like I don't care what I just heard that I'm just going to let it be I didn't I didn't hear anything like if if the police come up to the door and maybe ask about it I'm I then I'll say something but if it's like if my neighbors are screaming or like help or it's like hmm, I that, that that's your own problem like <laughs> and it oh. it's 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 kind of sad but like you have to think about it like in in the real world I think if I were to y- hear my neighbors yell help I don't know if I would be like oh I have to go and investigate I got to make sure that they're okay cuz it's like yeah I, I I don't know 
So there's also but at a least lot of laws be... that prevent that. Mm-hmm. So our laws are very odd. Um, for example, if you hear your neighbors screaming at each other, they're just having an argument, which is just normal anyways. Obviously not screaming on top of your lungs, but for some people that's normal. Um, and you call the cops. The cops are 90% of the time arresting the man in the United States. No matter what. I mean, it's the same. It's the same over here as well. So Yeah, but like what I mean by arresting them, for the argument, they're arresting the man. Whether anything happened, it could have just been a civil argument, which I know that's kind of redundant. But if they have an argument, they're going to arrest the man. And then they're going to figure it out later. Now, that man basically will have his life ruined in the States because now that will follow him, whether what job he tries to attempt to get, what he tries to file for, whether he tries to go and move, all of that follows him for a domestic abuse case against a woman. And it was all just from them yelling at each other. The other side of it is you can't just go in and try to save somebody in their house because Absolutely. if there's nothing wrong, you're going to get hit with trespassing and criminal trespassing. <laughs> and now you're going to get charged and have that happen to you. So our laws are so strict and they're so damning to the person convicted of those laws. And it literally will ruin their lives that we have been um, basically programmed to just let it go. Because if I stick my nose in something that has nothing to do with me, I will almost always be ruined for it. And therefore, now it's better for my life and my family to just move on and not worry about it, which is sad. It really is sad, but it is the world we live here in here in the United States. You know what I can kind of, you know what that kind of reminds me of is, um, Car alarms. When a car alarm goes off, I don't go to the window or like go peek. I'm just like, oh, a car alarm is going off. I know what mine sounds like. (laughs) 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 I think the the purpose behind the car alarms was like, it's noisy. Oh, let me like, whether it be yours or not, like you go look. But I think we've become so programmed where it's just like, oh, a car alarm is going off. Maybe. Maybe the the person accidentally hit it, whatever. I think if it goes off for longer than maybe like 30, 45 seconds, then you might go look or I might look then to be like, all right, that's getting kind of annoying. Whose car is that? Um, But initially it's like, all right, just a car alarm. It's whatever. Yeah, you're more apt to call the police on the car alarm not shutting up than the actual person trying to get in the car. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, there's an annoying car. (laughs) Um, but I mean, again, it's, it's very sad, but that is, that is the truth here. And that's yeah. just, that's just what we live on a daily. Yeah. That's, that just stands out for us. But yeah, coming back to the point, we were, we were more scared because like I said, there's never an empty street, uh, especially where we used to live in. I mean, there were always people on the road, like hawkers selling their wares or, you know, they even sell vegetables and fruits right on the by the roadside so there's always someone and yet this three-headed woman rumor managed to install fear in our hearts like she she was a terror and i don't know where the rumor started from i'm sure some shitty parent who didn't want their (laughs) child to play i'm sure yeah yeah hey i am i am that shitty parent um so (laughs) so 
the so the thing that came to me when you said it was two different ones. Um, so to me, instantly when you said three headed, I automatically thought of the Fate Sisters in Greek mythology. Mm. Um, uh. So like you know, like past, present, future, the weaving of time. Um, the other one and a, a more logical standing is um, there has been uh, conjoined twins that have mm-hmm. um, you know basically two heads in one body. And it's happened multiple times in the United States and they end up usually becoming carnies, which I feel horrible for because that's a terrible life. Um, but so that, that could have been something that actually did happen to where it was conjoined triplets or something to where there was actually somebody who lived with three heads. And then the story just as a kid, your, your imagination goes wild and you just see it. And then what do you do? you create a story to make it sound really cool to your friends. And then that story snowballs and it just <laughs> builds this legend of this person who probably has a horrendous life because they have three heads in one body and they get literally discriminated against at a 24 hours of the day is now a monster. Yeah, that's true. But then again, um, it's like that would not be as private. Um, as it would be probably over there because it was quite a small town where I was. So even if it was a two-headed person, we would know a a three-headed lady. (laughs) (laughs) There's no way she would have been hidden (laughs) for so many years. (laughs) Fair. So I, I still stick with shitty parent. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I, I will, I will absolutely back you on that. I told you, I told my kid that there was a monster to keep him from getting off his bed. So yeah, I'm, I'm definitely. <laughs> what about you, Alex? What do you think? Um, I, I, I would agree. I, I feel like it is a story to maybe let kids know like, Hey, as soon as school's done, you come straight home. Like you don't wander to the streets. You don't go anywhere alone. Because uh, if you do, someone's going to come get you. I, I I feel like that is a very plausible um, explanation. I, but kind of like what Cody said, there there is those times where nature just creates, you know, the those abnormalities where you know you have two heads, like three arms, four arms. It's just like these these things that you don't really see in nature, and then you do get those unfortunate things where it's like, yes. This, this person is a monster or they get dubbed that. Um, and especially like as a kid, if you don't know, like it may be, it may be where like the, the parents and the adults know in the town, like this actually is a person, but the kids may not know that. And the kids might just be like, Oh yeah, that's, that's that person that'll come eat you, you know? So who knows? So because I did uh, an absorbent amount of talking on other topics, I'm going to keep mine very short, but there's only one that I want to make sure that I mention. Um, All right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's hear it. Like, so yes. So, wrap, up, wrap up the show, uh, Cody, let's, let's hear this. Uh, this ur- let's hear this urban legend. So have any of you guys heard of uh, Polybius? No. It's from the Greek mythology. Um, wasn't he a cyclone? Um, so I'm not aware of that version of it. So Polybius was a vintage video game back in the 1980s. It was an arcade game, um, and there is a lot of strange occurrences behind this arcade game. Uh, so it's had 
strange and sometimes lethal effects on the people that played it. And um, people had feelings of amnesia, disorientation. Sometimes they committed suicide afterwards. And many oh. men, uh, many men would visit uh, arcades, get data from the game, and then disappear. Um, so there is a theory that this was, an, this was an Oregon, wasn't it? It was. Well, it was all over. But yes. Um, so there is a okay. theory that this video game was a recruitment tool for a number of potential three-digit government agencies, predominantly being CIA, because everybody thinks of CIA. <laughs> um, and that uh, this was a tool to um, value the ineptitude of men and what they were able to handle and deal with. And, da, 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 da. and then eventually, one day, uh, all these machines disappeared. And they were just taken out and they were gone. So they were there for a period of time, created absolute havoc. Uh, people killed themselves. People had mental issues, lots of problems. And then other people disappeared. And then it was gone. Yes, I, I do. Because they're like in pulp culture, there is, I think The Simpsons has it in an episode where it's, yep. it's not like brought up either. It's just like in the background, there's a kid playing uh, the machine, or I, it might be Bart even. I, I don't remember, but I do know it's in The Simpsons. I think there's a couple other references to it. Uh, but yes, I have heard of this story. Um, uh, what else? What else was it? Um, there was a guy who said he had worked on the actual game and he made he made a version of it or like something like it. But then it was found out that he like he had nothing to actually do with it. It was just like, this is that game or whatever. But it, it may not have been. I've heard of it. It's creepy. I that if it is true, that's crazy. So one of my yeah. favorite one of my favorite animes was um, kind of like a spoof of this. I don't know if anybody's into animes here, but um, any of the listeners, Hunter Hunter um, is a very similar. Uh, concept of his dad mm -hmm. created a game and you literally like teleport into the game and then uh, you have to like beat the game to get out. Da, 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 da. Like it was very interesting and it like creates the best hunter. Like you have to be like the best hunter to be able to beat the game. It's it's, it's a long story. It's no, no, no. It's Jumanji <laughs> on steroids. Um, it sounds like Tron. So, so similar, but different in a way. I will okay. say if, if you like cartoons in any aspect, Hunter uh -huh. Hunter is well worth watching. Um, okay. uh, even if you're not like an anime fan, it's a very uh -huh. good story. Um, and it's, it's a very, it's like a lot of people have it tiered at like top five anime all time. And oh, okay. Is it, is it available on any of the OTT platforms? I believe it's on Netflix unless they took it off. Um, let me check real quick. So, okay. So it, the title is Hunter X Hunter, but that's actually Hunter Hunter. Um, but uh, so Let's see, where is it available right now? Also, the content differs from country to country is what I what we know. Like, for Sorry? example, I, I love Criminal Minds, and mm. it was taken off of um, uh, Prime Video in India in 2020. Mm. And since then... You froze. She froze. And I stuck. Oh, you're back. <laughs> Am I back? Yes, you're back. Oh, God. I'm Alex today. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so, if Netflix you, and Hulu. 
Netflix and Hulu hasn't. Yeah. And also like Crunchyroll and stuff like that. But I don't anticipate any of you guys to have Crunchyroll because that is literally an anime um, <laughs> subscription software. Yep. I've heard of that. Um, yeah, that's uh that's I there's another oh no, this has nothing to do with there's oh what was it called? I think called Starfighter in like in the eighties, where it was it was almost like that where there was a video game outside like a convenience store, but it was actually like a recruiting tool for aliens to like go fight up there. So I feel like in the eighties, that was kind of a big thing. Like with the whole like games. Cause I think, uh, there was a, there was a movie called war games where like a computer system, like was, uh, I think it was, had something to do with nukes or whatever, like with Russia. And I think like that was the big thing in the eighties was all these like computer, like what hat, what, what if this happened scenario type game or movies? So Ender's game is like a futuresque version of yes. the same concept of, of playing like um, the military being, which I mean, and there is some truth to that. The military is evolving to um, unmanned drone fighters. It is yep. evolving to essentially a video game. So this, I mean, I think that there's more validity to this urban legend now than there was then, because that's literally what they look for is if you're good at video games, you have good hand-eye coordination you become a good drone pilot. And that might've been like a stepping stone was like them starting this and everything. So yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, think, I mean the, and don't Alex, don't answer this. Um, the military generally <laughs> in versions of it are, are quite a few years ahead of the general population as far as technology is concerned. So if we've had drones for 10 years, you have to assume the military's had them for 20 to 30. <laughs> probably. I think that's a pretty accurate statement probably. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good one. If if you are like a listener and you want to dig more into that, that's a that's a definitely a rabbit hole you you can get sucked deep into and everything. So that's that's pretty good. Thank you, Cody, for that one. I totally for that one slipped my mind. I'm glad you brought that one up because I don't think that one's that one's well known unless you really know your urban legends or like your conspiracy things. So Ro, you had some great ones too. I like that. I like your I like the last one that you brought up, like the three-headed lady one i do also like the uh the one where the the person or the ghost keeps coming like down the road like yes like it yes that one is creepy um so yeah those are all those are all really good ones final thoughts though from both of you i think a lot of uh there's a lot of similarities i mean even like a lot of the stories derived there's a lot of like hitchhiker horror movies and stuff like that and I feel like that that probably like similar to her story, that ghost story probably comes from like that mm-hmm. as far as like these movies, the ideas of these movies are, you know, there's ghosts that pick like, supposedly kill people. If you pick them up, let's yep. create a killer that kills people. If you pick them up. <laughs> um, so I think there's, there's a lot of similarities, a lot of borrow from area, but I think, uh, I think we'll eventually get more understanding when we stop fearing things and start trying to understand them. Oh, that's good. I like that. Also, um, whether we agree or not, I think uh, we as humans are always intrigued um, when someone talks about spooky things or, you know, mysterious stuff. And also when we uh, just focus on fiction part of it 
and cross that bridge of facts. I think that makes things more interesting. Yeah, true. True. Yeah, I definitely agree I, with that. I I would say that a lot of the stories and like kind of connecting this all together is like when when Ro would be talking about something, Cody would have be like, yep, there's something like that in the United States. And it was just like it was just back and forth with like there's always something. So like I think with a lot of urban legends, we can see a lot of similarities. And I think I think every place has something that's kind of the same. And if not, they have like they might have taken it, you know, from someplace, made it their own, which is that's why it's an urban legend. And that's why they're kind of fun. And they're, you know, it's like everyone has like their own everybody's town or state, city, country has their own little urban legends and everything like that. And I think that's really cool. So it also has some validity to it in a way. So mm-hmm. if if there's things that are happening that are extremely odd in India, but similar things that are happening as extremely odd, but similar here, that also that almost gives it a scientific approach, because if something can happen, that means it can be repeated. So therefore, if it was repeated somewhere else, that brings validity to it. I also, think. Go ahead, Ro. Also, the reason is aliens. yes yes aliens (laughs) i think it would i think it would have to depend on like what we're talking about as far as like the urban legend Uh, the the ghost thing yeah 100 percent. that would like make have it more validity to it um maybe not so much the three-headed lady that would be really hard to uh you know well maybe that's just bad parenting man it's just bad parenting Also, do not kick your garden gnome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Red caps. <laughs> you your iron boots. Yeah. Leave, leave leave them alone. Don't make them your. You, don't be your their next victim. Oh. <laughs> you as the audience member, if you have any urban legends like that that we missed, or if we screwed up on any of these, please let us know in the comments. You know, shoot us a message. We have plenty of platforms where you can leave you know your comments your likes anything like that so you can talk with us we can you know update you and you know update other listeners oh uh, yeah if you'd like to participate in anything too we got plenty of social media sites uh, i'm not going to name them all because i do that everything every single episode and i think uh that's yeah <laughs> i think you guys know them all by now uh and just you know remember one thing if anything you're going to take from the show we don't want stuff that's normal We want stuff that's effing weird. Shoot the towns, bang, 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 bang. I can't fucking read. It's, you know what? I will, we're recording, I'll I'll get to it. I don't even know how, honestly, I I don't even know how I did that. I don't even know why you don't have this, but everyone else. Some scary weird shit man I mean I don't know Just... <laughs>